Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week one. It's here, Jake. It's happening. How are you, buddy? Stressed. Why? I, I, it's here. Like, where did where did the days go? It has been pretty fast. Yeah, it's, it's moved pretty quickly. Yeah. Are you feeling like um, you said before we started that you're feeling a little overwhelmed? Yeah, overwhelmed, stressed, in a panic, um, unpre- unprepared. All of those words would fit. Yeah, the bill these here. are words. It's not. Yeah, we use these words often to describe you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, That's actually not true, but for for this, it is. For FPL, it is. No, that's mostly true. I feel like, like I'm usually a pretty, mm, ah, yeah, I'm usually a pretty prepared. You're guy. mostly pretty whiny. You're good at that. Well, yeah, that yeah. too. That too. So, that's like, maybe fair. that's just the the adjective whiny. You have some coffee to get us going here. Do you ever? Yeah, I do. I I have a cup. I'm waiting it to cool off a little bit. Yeah. Do you ever feel like adulting it makes fpl harder like someone should do the stats on that adulting what do you mean yeah like does your does your age impact your fpl score that's what i'm curious about Hmm, that's interesting there's a lot of though like you know like 30 and mid 30s 40s and 50 year old people that play the game and that yeah successful and maybe they do very well but is it is it because of like i'm in that strange stage of like i'm now an adult but i don't know how to be an adult and balance my adulthood with you know like is it like is there like maybe like a u-shaped curve maybe it's like the really younger people do well and the or or maybe it's just like a you know i'm just curious we should do a yeah it could be like an idiot shaped interesting study yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know I'm just curious. Or a dumb question-shaped curve. Ah, okay. Wow. Let's not make me feel any worse today. Oh, you're already down, buddy. Yeah, I'm okay. down. Well, let's get into some FPL then. Will that make you happy? No, no, but yeah, I mean, that's what we're here for. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to get into then. As long as you're more yeah, sad, everyone else will be happy. Um, so we've yeah. got uh, a lot of stuff that's kind of happened. We're kind of right now. Um, so so just so everybody knows, it's like in the morning for both of us on Friday. Um, it's almost 8 a.m. here. So the issue is that we're kind of in the middle of some of the pressers. So they're coming out as we're podcasting. But this is the time that we were able to do it. So uh, we're rolling with it. Um, but I think, Jake, the best place for us to start is probably just our teams and where we're at and what's going on with our teams and some of the problems that we're having in terms of team structure. Um, There's kind of like a couple different big questions, I I think big picture questions that people are asking right now. Um, One of them is, you know, do I really put the money into the back line? There's a ton of very good midfield options. There's a number of what I would call like mid-priced forward options. Um, and if you put a lot of that money into the back line, you can't get into those those picks uh, in the midfield and in the, in the striker position. So that's one big question. I think the other big question people are asking is about the wild card. Do I play it after uh, maybe two or three game weeks so that I can get those Manchester United and Manchester City players into my team? Also, Wolves have a really nice run of fixtures starting, I think, in game week three or four. Um, so a lot of people would be targeting them as well. Uh, So those to me are kind of the big the big questions. I think the third thing that I would throw out there as well is which premiums have you decided to go with and how many and how does that play out from a captaincy perspective in the first, 
I don't know, two to five game weeks, depending on what you're kind of looking at. Um, so those are kind of the three big things. Let's get into our teams a little bit, Jake. Do you want to start or should I start with kind of where I'm at? I mean, I can start because I'm not prepared. So. Perfect. That's exactly <laughs> how we should start the podcast. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Lack of no, no preparedness, just embarrassing, yeah. embarrassing content production. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I was deciding between a lot of things, but I'll just get into it. So to, to answer your premium question, I, I think two, um, the only possibility is that I may end up having, I think I may either end up having, uh, Obama Yang and Sala and Werner, but right now I'm just Obama Yang and Werner. Um, and the, the other possibility is I just stash Fernandez on my bench. That I think I have kind of nailed down as three options. And obviously, if I had Salah, I think he'd be the one I'd drop to Fernandez because of his tougher fixture against Chelsea. Um, and I don't really want Salah Anish for, for more than just the first week, really for the season, which is scary. Um, we can get into that a little bit more. but And then... I do have Trent and Robbo right now. I think there's no way I go without two Liverpool defenders. And so do I, I Trent's for sure. Is it going to be Robbo or do I kind of split a little hairs and get 0.5 mil with Van Dyke? Still considering that. The tricky thing for me is all these mid-ranged price players that have just been bombarded into the EPL within the past week that I haven't had a time to look at underlying stats that I haven't had to look at how they're going to really fit. I have Havertz in my team and I didn't really look at him at all because I wasn't interested in him at first and he's in my team. So that gives you any indication. I, I don't, besides the fact that he played for a Bundesliga team and I, you know, he's probably going to start for Chelsea. I know nothing about him. Hmm. Um, and that kind of straight in, and straight then, into your team. Straight in. <laughs> yeah. And then I have, you know, I have a throwaway 4.5 currently Basuma. Um, I have Ali right now, interestingly, and that's who I don't really like. And I'm probably going to find a way to get him up to Fernandez. Um, and then I have three kind of throwaway defenders. So I have Egon, Walker, Peters, and Justin. Um, the only thing that scares me is I have McCarthy and goal as well. And then up top alongside Werner, I have Ings and Mitrovic. And, and that just, just as my life, that was very haphazard and all over the place. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with my team. It's, uh, yeah. I'm, it's not settled at all. I have a lot of work to do. Today. You certainly do. You uh, you don't have to work yeah. though today, do you? I don't. But you know the I. I uh, wait, what? What were you gonna say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the what? Uh, my wife. The what? The, the what? The wife. Yeah, we gotta hang out. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. She's probably mad that you. Yeah, she was like, "You're doing the pod, huh?" Yeah. I'm glad she. Yeah. Well, she's not thrilled about it, but. <laughs> So last week I talked about how my wife was like, Marco, anything you need to do, let me make you dinner. You, you want to go work on your podcast? You want to go work on your team? Go do that. And your wife's like, no. <laughs> well, she went to work out this morning and she like, I was like, let's get up early. And, you know, 
we both got up and she's like, oh, you're not working out with me. And I was like, uh, no. And she's like, oh, I thought we were getting up to work out together. And I was like, well, I got a lot to do. So at least I like, I made her like food and coffee. And that's like, that was my like parting gift. So I guess like, I hope it is like a permanent parting gift too. You know, (laughs) (laughs) she just leaves. Um, I got up early, Jake, too. I, I got up at uh, 5.55 this morning. Guess what I did? Uh, trained? Nope. Prepped the shit. Yeah, I prepped the pod for us. So you're welcome. Yeah. Okay, how about that? Yeah. I didn't even get yeah, a yeah, fucking good. thank you. Like, oh, thanks, man, for getting up at 5.55 when you got home from work at 10 last night. Worked a 14-hour day. Thanks, bro. How about that? Thanks. No. thanks. Screw That's you, Jake. Nice I'm mad you. the rest of the pod now. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'll talk a little bit about my team, and then let's talk about some problems that we're having and, like, things that we're trying to figure out, okay? Um, I've got the 4.54 goalkeeper combo. We actually have kind of similar teams. It's similar to last year. We we do – we you and I, unfortunately, think more similarly than I'd like. Like, it's kind of embarrassing because I make fun of you a lot, and then we have, Mm -hmm. like – we often have similar ideas and similar teams, so that's not great for me. Um, But I do right now have – uh trent and rabo as well in the back line i have two 4.5s they're subject to change right now they're vinegar strokes and taylor um nuno just came out and said that uh vinagre is probably not going to leave and that the new signings that they brought in are going to need some time to bet in so it sounds like he's going to be playing but i get a little nervous that it's like a a short term right it's like a short-term situation that's going to lead to Mm -hmm. a transfer and i don't like that the other thing, the other defender I have right now, and kind of just a placeholder, it's actually Davies. I don't know if that's, I don't know if I really mean that. People are on Dyer right now. Like, oh, so, okay, so here's the deal. Like, he's five, he's five. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So Spurs has this, have the absurd run of fixtures, right? I mean, they have all yeah. these matches. I mean, really, they have one, two, three, four, five, six. So they have seven in the first eight that are pretty good. And of those seven, I would say there's a good opportunity, really good opportunity for clean sheets like in four. Um, and mm-hmm. and now I do feel like, like I know Mourinho is not, is not, has not had a great run in recent times, but like he's now had the team proper for a, a bit of time through a little bit of an off season here. He has a little bit of a preseason to prep them. He has some decent options like, everybody's healthy i don't know i feel like there's value to be had in the spurs back line the issue is i don't really know who to go with like i like doherty um and we talked about having him maybe like as a set and forget like in your team the issue is with ari are still there that makes me a little nervous that there could be rotation i don't know i know they've been pretty vocal about moving him uh but right now i have davies it's probably stupid i don't really see why i even have him but i don't get the love for dyer um people are like oh he'll get bonus but he also is going to get a yellow card like every other game and at least one red card and then he won't get bonus um i know it's probably wishful thinking but like if you look at the 17 18 season when davies played wing back he had 143 points the guy has potential for service um although the last two years he hasn't registered one assist and that's partly because of the change in system so i i don't know that i'm actually going with a Spurs defender. I just currently kind of have one on my team because I like the idea of the fixtures. Um, through the midfield right now, I also don't have Salah. Now I have two different drafts and we'll talk about that in a minute. I have the kind of like the Salah draft and the no Salah draft right now. And it's it's hard for me. I think that Salah is probably the best game week one captain against Leeds. I don't know for sure, but 
It's just kind of what I think. Although I, I would say that I, and this is just an I feel like moment, but I feel like Leeds is going to be up for it against the champions, um, you know, going to Anfield. Like they're, I don't know that anyone. Bielsa will get them in order and prepared. It'll be done. Why don't you interrupt me again? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't, don't keep don't going. Do that again. But I do feel like they'll okay. mostly be up for it. I don't know that they'll, I don't know that anyone can like stop Liverpool at, on the home opener the first game of the Prem, but again, who knows? Um, I do have Abba. Um, I have Ali as well. And I, you don't like Ali. I like Ali. I think that he's a, I think <laughs> he's a strong pick. I actually would argue that he's a better pick than Sun, um, especially if he's deployed centrally. Mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. had uh, like, I think on the season, a higher expected goals than Sun did. Um, and played less minutes. I'd have to double check that. I was just looking at comparing the players this year or just recently. Oh yeah, his stats are his stats are phenomenal. Um, when playing with Mo, phenomenal. And I'm like, I think we're missing things here. Um, about him not being talked more, talked about more. I don't see a lot of information about it. I'm surprised. Well, he was right. He he didn't play the last seven mm-hmm. game weeks or something of the year. Is that right? Yeah, it was a fair number. Yeah, I think he had like a little bit of an injury, but he played like most of the minutes through the entire start of the season. They had a terrible start. Then he had a nice little run when Mo came in. I mean, I just, I, I think, you know. I, he he had eight goals and six assists on the year and 12 bonus, and he played 1,800 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so, yeah, if you times that by like one point, you know, or sorry, by like, you know, he <laughs> times that by let me do some math that, and then well, you well, square well, that and then divide it by 18 times. Well, okay, I. so when he okay, when he hasn't been injured, he has two seasons, right? In in 2016 and 2017, he played close to he played over 3,000 minutes and just under 27 goals, 24 assists. Yep. 29 yes. bonus points that's absurd that he's priced at eight right. and is like nailed and we know he's gonna be starting in that number 10 role that's what i'm uh, saying i think the fact that only three people three percent of fpl own him right now like i hope you know we always joke around about like our pod like we're trying to screw with people and i feel like maybe i am trying to screw with people but i i don't see how only three percent own this man i just don't get it you heard it here so. first jake did math <laughs> Allie's good <laughs> um no i i really think i mean and maybe i'm wrong I, at least at first i was on sun Okay, I was on Sun, and I thought that's mm-hmm. the way to go. You, you know that he's nailed as well. Um, you, you know that he's he's going to be aggressive, right? And and he, he's a pretty direct player. Um, but if you look at the heat maps, he under Mo has played very very wide. We said that last week, and you know I know that he still has good chances to score goals. They've been playing more on the counter, kind of Mo style. But I, I think Ali's the pick for me if he's playing through the middle of the pitch, and he's at eight. And you just, I mean, like you said, he has a history. I know the last two years have been tough because he's picked up injuries in both the last two years. You hope he can get over that. He's now a much more mature player. I like him. I'm probably going to have him to start the season. Um, My Chelsea midfield spot. uh, So they said that Pulisic is available for Monday. He's only been training, I think, since like Wednesday, though. So I don't Mm -hmm. really know about that. I prefer Pulisic over... Zayic and Havertz. I've done a little bit of research. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, I prefer Pulisic. Um, I know I talk a lot of shit about him. I mostly hate him because everybody just like 
wants to dildo him every single time they talk about him. Like, I can't take that, you know, like he's America's poster child. Like he's done nothing for the American national team. So stop, stop calling him Captain America. Nothing. He's done nothing for the team. So stop it. He doesn't deserve that title. But um, he's the best midfield asset for Chelsea. And at 8.5, I think he's a great price. I need to decide, another thing we need to talk about, if I'm going to start with him or not start with him. Okay, there's a chance that he might not start and just come off the bench in the first game week. But I don't really want a forced transfer um, because of the whole wildcard situation. Uh, And then up top right now, I only have Werner Zaberna and Mitro. I currently have Brewster as my third Liverpool spot. There was They were saying there was no chance he was going to move, and now Klopp is being kind of cryptic about it um, and saying, you know, I don't want to talk about, like, exactly where players are going. You know, like, okay, that means he's probably going, right? So I guess mm-hmm. we will see. So that's that's kind of the lineup. We have some similar things, some different things. Um should we start with like areas that, I mean, that's today's pod's a little different, right? We're the second half will be questions, but we wanted to kind of talk about things we're struggling with and yeah. dealing with. So do we want to kind of start with that? Like stuff that like big question marks yeah. on your team. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? I'll go. I'll lead this right. one. Um, so I agree with mostly what you said. And I, again, I need to do the Havertz research myself, but it feels weird going with Havertz over Pulisic, but I like, that Chelsea price point. Um, Zayich would have been preferred, but he's injured. And so I don't, what, what changed is that when I started this whole FPL season, I was just on this like mad rampage of really expensive midfielders um, in a, in a plan to get to KDB or Sterling and, or Fernandez. Um, now I'm like looking and I'm like, wow, there's so many good mid-priced midfielders. And I'm like, this is my season all over again for FPL. And I'm just worried, like, am I losing my mind by doing this or am I genius by doing it? You're not genius. Like, this is, is yeah, this is the year though, right? Like, this is the year they messed up the mid-priced midfielders. Like they're so good and they're like, I, I, that's where I'm worried. And then the other thing, I mean, we can talk about that a little bit. The other thing I'm really struggling with is what to do with the forward line. I think I'm a little bit more tempted to even do what you did already. That, that Really, I changed for the first time yesterday and had a three striker system where I was considering it. That was the first day I've really considered it. And I'm you know, there's just so many guys like Mitrovic, uh, Shea Adams, you know, Wilson now for Newcastle. It's like they're all so lowly priced. I'm like, there's definitely value there. So does that mean you go for two of them? Or does that mean you stay away? I, I think that I definitely want Martial, I think, in my team, even with Fernandez, most likely. And so that's a struggle to try to fit. Um, and I have to try to figure that out. One thing that I'd throw out there that you and I have not been doing, but I've been starting to restructure my thinking around, I think we need to look at Werner as a premium player. Like, yeah, no, I I agree. I think he's premium. But like, but like, you know, like, so, so, so for a while I was playing this game where like, oh, I'm going to have Abba, Salah and Werner. I don't think it's possible Mm. because there's so many players. So I've seen teams with it. And a lot of those teams then have like a 4.5 forward a 4.0 defender and a 4.5 midfielder. 
And like, I feel like I, when I look at it, you know, I see Allie, I see a guy that like, if assume, again, always the asterisk of like, assuming he's not hurt or whatever, but like, I think 180 points from him this year, probably for sure. I think like Pujicic could, could be like close to 200 this year. I think Foden could be like 130 points, 140 points this year. You know what I mean? So like, there's all these guys that are pretty strong and are going to going to offer pretty good value. And now if you can mix them in with some of those defenders like TAA, who's going to get close to 200, Rabo, who's going to get close to 200, maybe you can figure out a way to get Doherty in who might get, you know, 160 or 170. And then you have some rotating 4.5s and you've got this like really, really balanced team. But you cannot have Abba, Salah and Werner or Abba, Salah and Martial. You can't. It's too hard to do it that to balance it that way. Well, and that's not, and I, I think for game week one, I completely agree. But then the question becomes, what are you doing with the Man City team? Like, are you just going to have a Foden and a KDB? But then you can't get Fernandez in. And it's like, what do you do there? So that, I think from day one, Martial versus Fernandez has been the toughest question for me. Because if I try to build a team where I have Fernandez a KDB or Sterling and have Werner. I don't think I can have a Chelsea midfielder and Ali and a good second forward. And so that's where like my concern is, do I go with Ali or not? And, and like say, Hey, I, I, like do, or do I go with Pulisic? Who's like pulls his hamstring every like 30 minutes. I, I don't know what the better move is. And then the, the that's what makes this season so difficult because arguably two of the best, I, I guess we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll say it simply two of the top four teams don't play the game first game week. So you, we know we need to get them in, but it's more like building your team to do that. Cause unless we're all both planning to wild card, which we could talk about. Um, that's, I mean, that's really the only other option is you throw your wild card away to like readjust your team and not worry about price points. But that's what concerns me because if I have two eight price midfielders, it's going to be very difficult to get to Fernandez and, um, you know, KDB. What about Rashford instead of Fernandez? Yeah. Yeah. It's a thought. I mean, I see the argument when I read through a lot of things and I, I don't completely I don't completely hate it, but I would much rather just have Martial then. Um, but I just don't know if he's quite worth it. That's pretty expensive to have a 9.5 and a 9 forward. Um, could be worth it, you know, of of the forwards at that price. I, I don't think Ings and Jimenez are going to outscore their seasons. Uh, Martial could. Hmm. Yeah, I, I like since the restart, this kind of surprised me. Um, so obviously, Fernandez on penalties, which is the huge advantage, right? against Rashford but mm-hmm. um expected goal involvement of 6.3 for Fernandez that's with the penalties uh expected goal involvement of 6.21 for Rashford since the restart something to think yeah. about um just throwing that out there um also well, Rashford actually had a higher expected yeah. assist as well in that situation so yeah, and that's kind of the same with Allie, right? Like, I mean, not Allie wasn't post-restart, so right. that, that's a little bit tricky. But, like, he has better stats, and he's cheaper than Sun. And that's kind of the same thing with Rashford. But, like, are we missing something 
in a sense because like Fernandez just was on fire. You know, if you if you he was over 300 points if he would have played the se- the full season. And yeah, you can argue he played a pretty easy schedule when he came in and Man United were really buzzing, but that just worries me not to have a guy that's 10-5. It, it feels like that would have been like last year going without KDB. Mm. That That's kind of like how I feel. And the interesting thing, I need to, I found this out. Um, I apologize for whoever put all this hard work together, but it was um, a member on UK Fantasy Football Scout. But the interesting thing to me is he, he broke it down into players that were top last year. So Rashford's on there, Vardy, Abba, Aguero, Sterling, KDB. Sala, Mane, so on and so forth. That's that was most of them. Oh, Bruno, and he he broke it down as to how did they perform against the the top teams, and then the middle teams, and then the bottom feeder teams. And he he went into it pretty in depth. But Rashford against the top teams had the highest goal assist ratio per ninety at one point four. Uh, the next closest was KDB at one. <clears throat> And then the next closest was Trent at 0.7. He was the only defender on there. And Martial, or sorry, Martial at 0.89 and Trent at 0.7. Every other forward would, was like atrocious. Aguero was best at 0.5. So like, that's very interesting to me. Like that, that's another reason where I think Rashford could be kind of a steal because you can, you can play him against those really good teams and still expect him to do well. Um, but then put your captain band on someone else who has maybe, you know, an easy fixture. So, I, I mean, I, I do think Rashford at 9.5 isn't a bad idea. And then you, you're thinking just go with KDB or Sterling and forget Fernandez. Yeah, you're, ha- you're, you're, a, I'm a, I'm you're having a bubble bath. Shark, yeah. Shark wrote that in as a lost in translation thing. Yeah, I am having a bubble bath. I need a bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm, I just, then, I'm imagining you, you frolicking you in you, a bubble bath. It's really obnoxious. You're not going to be able to have Rashford, Alley, and a Chelsea midfielder with with KDB Sterling, are you? Do you think there's a way to do I, that? Like you, no, I don't no, think, no, 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 no. You can't have KDB I, and yeah. Sterling. No, I. No, no. Sorry, no. Even one of the I other. Cur- like if yes. you if you have a Man United midfielder, a Chelsea midfielder, and then um, oh my God, uh, Spurs. Spurs Alley and then who did I miss City yeah, yeah. City unless it's Foden yeah I currently have it, but you're not going to go through the whole year with just Foden you're that's absurd you're going to not do well you don't think so I uh, just Foden no oh KDB no no, no. I Sterling. currently have a draft here's I have a, currently have a draft right now so it wouldn't be my game week one team this would be my game week two team and I can set it up with a hit going into game week two so two transfers mm-hmm. where my midfield would be Sterling, Foden, Rashford, Alley, Havertz. Yeah, but then you're not you're without Man United. So you're Rashford, saying screw Rashford Man United. Oh. Is in there. Sterling, Foden, oh. Rashford, Alley, Havertz. Oh, I'm going to have to do No, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. I called it. <laughs> ah, just, if you do it, that's copying. And you don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like that—that that seems to make the most sense to me. Um, otherwise, like Greenwood at seven five, but I—I I hate Greenwood. I think that's a waste. So hey, let's talk but, that. But you no, let's all... talk about Greenwood yeah. and Foden quick. How about okay. that? How about okay. that situation? Yeah, that's good. Good for them. I mean, <laughs> good for them. I, 
<laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there's that those, those type of players are great for for team. You know, morale, mentality, mm-hmm. morale. Yeah, you just need some players that are like, hey, listen, screw the rules. We're gonna bring some really hot chicks in. Have some fun. Break COVID rules. It'll be great. Yeah, we got some questions about it later in the pod, so we can re- we can return yeah, to that. Good, good, good. We'll save good, it. Yeah, we'll good return while. that. Yeah. So I currently have a draft yeah. like that, um, but I don't know. He, one one more question, and then I'll let you get to your qualms. I mean, we can talk a little bit more about defense. I'm sure we'll get some questions on that. But do you think Mitro? is still the best at that six to seven range. Cause I was like thinking about it um, with like Everton and DCL having a pretty good run of fixtures mm-hmm. and he's like one mil ex- more expensive. I, you know, and I, again, I have to look at it today, but like, I'm like, man, he seems so much b- better team um, pretty much nailed. And now he's got guys like, you know, Rodriguez playing the ball to him. Um, and he's got Allen um and Ancelotti's a good manager so you know I like Mitrovic at six I don't hate him but I'm like ooh, do I want to spend that extra one mil to get like a player like him in um the answer to that probably comes down to your team structure um yeah I think that Calvert-Lewin is a better player for those reasons that you just said the issue that you might run into is exactly what happened post restart where he had an expected goals post restart of only 1.82. And I think he only scored. No, I don't know. I don't know that he scored one goal post restart. He might not have scored. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, zero goals, zero assists, 1.82 expected goals post restart, expected goal involvement of 1.96. Um, I know that they were kind of on, on the beach, as they say, but completely worthless. Um, so that, that's, yeah, that's, that's a problem, right? Um, the other mm-hmm. thing that does make I you know everybody says I brought this up the other day and people online were like there's no chance that ever happens. The other thing I'm nervous about is with all the options there, uh, and they have heavy midfield choice now. Okay, that you know it's gonna I know mm-hmm. that they they often will play like four four two, um or four two three one, but like there's a off chance that like Richarlison leads the line in some matches. And they just say, yeah, you're up yeah, top. Yeah, and the DCL just is yeah, on the bench. He, he can't yeah. really play anywhere else, right? Like, he's not he's not technically... No, he's a true center forward. Well, yeah. he's just not technically proficient enough to play anywhere else on the pitch, right? He's kind of like an athletic oh, guy, sure. right? Like, that's his thing. He just runs in behind guys. And yeah. So if they decide to go with a player that can actually play football and they go with, with Richarlison, then, then that could be a problem, you know? He's a great he's a great target striker, but that doesn't really fit the team that they're building unless they play a four two three one. And then, like you said, like does Richarlison? I don't know. Like maybe they maybe they do go to that, and Richarlison is on one wing and Rodriguez on the other. That that actually makes the most sense to me. But but does uh, Carlos play that system, or is he like really into the four 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 two? Do you know that? I, I would have I to look. because he's like a 4-4-2 manager. But, I mean, you know, there's a lot of ways yeah. you can play that 4-4-2, right? They can play with like a Correct. like a floating striker underneath, right? And maybe that's for Charleston. I don't know. I, I, I think DLC plays. He plays every game, 90 minutes. I'm not saying he's going to get rotated. I shouldn't I shouldn't put that fear into people's heads. He's not He's not going to get uh, rotated. There, there's a chance. I, I wonder about it because he is a – he's like you said, he's just a – 
out and out striker. He can't play in the midfield. Yeah. So I like him on that team more. Um, but is he worth the one mil? Yeah, he, I guess we'll, we'll have he's to do better math. than Mitro just because of the players yeah. that are around him. I think Mitrovic is probably a better like player, but but the players that are around oh, him you, makes Dominic yeah. a better pick. But I don't think I can That's find good. like a mill anywhere to do that. I really yeah. don't. I mean, I have some money in my bank right now, but like it's not for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, another one that I thought was an interesting one to maybe talk about, and then we can maybe take a short break and, and get into some questions, is this whole like low-priced midfield option. So some people are doing the 4.5, and then some people are doing um, doing like St. Maxim or um, Saka, like at the 5.5. What are you looking at right now? Are you doing like a four point five, or are you gonna are you gonna have one of those five point five guys in there? Uh, I think I gotta get rid of the five point five. That that's the problem, and I just didn't find a way to do it. I I still like Saint Maxim. Um, so I think if you're gonna, I don't, I don't think Saka's gonna play enough. Yeah. Um, I'd be worried because the way Arteta I think is gonna set up is I think he's gonna have Abba on the left, uh, Eddie in the center spot and then Willian on the right. And so the only place Saka plays then is the left wing, which he could. I mean, that's a good spot for him. But the problem is, is that there's a lot of other players that could play in that spot, um, like Nate Miles, if he wants to play a little bit more defensively or, or you know, Tierney could play there. I think Tierney's going to play in the a center back spot now with, the David right. Louise injury, but I just don't think Saka plays as consistently as St. Maxim will. Um, so to me, he makes more sense, but I think it's a trap. Uh-oh, um, it's a I trap. You're... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we have that section on today's pod. Now. I apologize. No. I... Uh, we do now. So I think he's a, he's a trap in the sense that, yeah, he might do well here and there and have some explosive games, but hit you know, I do think a 5.5 midfielder is a good price point to have on the team. And I was, I, I thought for sure I was going to need that this year. And then all these other players came in, like, you know, Pulisic is healthy. I didn't know he was going to start the season, possibly. Um, you know, James Rodriguez, if you want to go with him, Ali, you know, I, it's, now it just makes more sense to go low. I do like Suchek still at five, except their fixtures are terrible. They're a abysmal but if if you could squeeze out the extra 0.5 and just stash him on your bench or bring him in later i do think he's going to be much more worth it because he has such good underlying attacking stats for a 5-0 player i could also see him being a price drop waiting to happen yeah yeah so maybe you don't yeah. start the season with him you start with a 4.5 and don't lose that money and then after their fixtures go from the worst in the league to like decent Maybe bring him yeah, back in and and see. Just give him a little bit more. Because everybody's just like fully erect to him, yeah. like about how good he is, right? Yeah. Like everybody's just like I'm yeah. in a bubble bath with Jake, you know, and like you know whatever's happening. I don't know, but I I do think it's justified. I think he is probably a complete steal at five. But you still have to those players. You have to play fixtures, right? Like they're that price that yeah. low for a reason. He's a defensive um, midfielder on a shit team. Like, yeah. let's just be, yeah. let's, so you're, yeah. you're hoping, you're hoping for clean sheet points too in that. So like Dendocker at five makes more sense to start the season, in my opinion. 
Um, and he probably won't drop as much. He might even go up with all the clean sheets that Wolves are probably going to have in the first nine game weeks. And then that's an easy straight swap. All right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, all right. Let's – Um. Are you gonna wild card early? What do you, I mean, just like I know you don't know. No, I don't. I don't yeah, want to. I really am trying to avoid yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's doable. Like I looked at it before, and I was like, "Oh, there's no way." But like, I don't know. Maybe you stash one player, or you just like you don't have them right away. You can't have everybody anyways. So it's not. It's not like it's well, not what, like if you don't yeah. have a sit one city player or one or two Man United players, you're gonna you're gonna take a huge rank drop. The only thing you have to watch out for is. Price yeah, changes. Price changes because people are going to bring them in heavy and early. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how they're going to do that. I feel like they didn't make like last season. They didn't change the prices like immediately. I don't know if that's going to happen mm-hmm. again. Maybe maybe that's just me imagining that. Yeah, you but... imagined that. Um. All right. Okay. Let's um. We got it. We're like shit. We're like running long. So um. Here we go. Uh. League dive. Last call to kind of get in game week one started early. I think we have like eight or nine hundred people now in the league. It's pretty big. Um, it'd be cool if we hit that oh. thousand that thousand people mark. That'd be kind of fun. So, um, yeah. our come on people, Jake. Let me read Let's the go. code. Let's go. Now I'm jacked. Now I'm R zero X A two A R zero X A two A. It's not a no. It's a zero. Yeah, it's a zero. Um, Join the Patreon. We've had a, uh, I think we had one more person join. Oh yeah, we did. We had uh, we have one more person join. I'll shout him uh, after the break here. Um, so get in the league. Uh, I think that that's important. Let's, let's get into that league and, and support the team. Um, league died is O D Z Q nine B. That's a zombie team. So once you like set that team, it's a set and forget. Um, and then the Slack team's looking pretty good. Jake, have you? You probably have. No, I shouldn't ask if you've checked it. No, I did actually. I did actually check it. I made some votes yesterday. I don't know if those votes were still pertinent, but I made some votes. Okay, that's good. Um, looking at yeah. the team, let's see. So Gaz just posted this morning. Um, we're missing a few spots still, but it looks like uh, a 4.54 goalkeeper combo right now. Um, Backline is Taylor, um, Egan, Walker, Peters, TAA, and Mitchell as a 4.0. Um, through the middle, the team has Abba, Salah, and Havertz decided on. They're, we're still deciding in the last two midfielder spots. And then the exact same front line as I have right now. Verna, Zaberna, Mitro, and, and Brewster. Um, so interesting little squad that. Basically the same as my team. Minus, let's see, one, two players. So that's great. Um, really, really cool that they just copied my team. Smart, smart, smart. I've even been voting as a ninja sneak attack you know trying to like like who should we put in and i'm just picking like a 4.0 that's not does even it say in the game. does it say ninja when yeah, you vote right. ninja like strike uh so it's, yeah. it's good um okay um we're gonna be doing a head-to-head well there's a head-to-head league that's being run by uh two uh well oh it's, i'm not supposed to say who's who's running it it's a it's a secret i guess but head-to-head league is being run uh it's sponsored by masterstroke dildos um we're gonna be we'll be doing an update on it. So it's it's like mostly Patreons that are are in it, but then also a number of other like people that are close to the pod and have been involved. Uh, we actually have two divisions. It's kind of fun, Jake. Uh, like a division mm-hmm. one with I think twenty teams in both, and then a division two. You're in the second division, just so you know. Yeah, I saw that. I I was a little mad. Also, quick comment: Do you get do you find it like ironic that it's a head to head league, but it's sponsored by a dildo company you can have head-to-head dildos 
Oh, okay. I guess I'll have to do a little bit of research into that too. Yeah. If you just Google that head-to-head dildo, and then you make sure your safe okay. search is off and you hit videos, and then you turn your volume up yeah. and you just click whatever one. <laughs> should I should I leave my house windows open no, or You should closed? do it at work. Only do it at work. Okay. <laughs> the internet won't work at your house for that. So just do it at work. Okay. Um, and then just walk out of the room. Leave it. Just leave it play. I don't I don't hate that idea. I'll probably have more time to set my FPL team in the future. Oh yeah, that would um like distract people, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. All right, Thomas Bracken wrote in the loss in transition that we have to use in the second half of the pod. I I always I already used the bubble bath one from Shark. So uh Thomas Bracken said a, f- a few okay. sandwiches a few sandwiches short of a picnic. We use that one, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't know if it's sandwiches though. Do we say sandwiches? Like your brain's a few sandwiches short of a picnic. Okay. Wow. That hurts, but okay. It's just true. Uh, I think we should. How was it? How was it working 14 hours, by the way? How did that make you feel? Um, It was fine. I I do that at least. I do it at least. I do it once a week, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't do it three days a week like you do, but I do it once a week. And then I work seven. I also work seven days a week, though. That's my, the way my job works. That is true. Yeah. That's even if it's only like three or four hours. I'm not saying it's worse or better, Jake. I'm just saying it's a thing. And everyone works uh, a lot and it fucking that. sucks. Work is dumb. No, no. I just like people were like getting on me about stuff. And I'm like, guys, like when I when I go to work, like I work and then I come home and I prep food and then I go to work and yeah. then I like shower yeah. and then I, like that's. Yeah. yeah it's like I'm not a it's like I'm not a human being for three days. And I've I've chatted about hopefully switching that up in the future. But Are we having see. a little mental health talk right now? Yeah. Mental health talk prior to prior to our. uh sponsored break you know by psls or whatever let's uh let's take a little break then and (laughs) nobody else has to listen to this i'll 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 handle this everyone with jake off the air okay they'll be crying (laughs) they'll be whimpering they'll be swearing he kind of goes through the whole thing right like it starts sad then he's like i'm angry i hate my life and then it comes back to sad whimpering crying and normally we can get him back on track so uh, i'll be back in about three hours stay tuned Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Shout out, Matt Fielding. Join the Patreon. Thanks, man. We really appreciate the support. Join, support, get in the Slack team, uh, patreon.com backslash art of the dive. You owe us. Give us your money. Right, Jake? Glad to have you on the team. Screw you, Jake. Uh, We've got a handful of questions. Not a ton, and actually we covered a lot of the stuff. This pod's a little different, right? We kind of did more like a Jake and Marco pod. Uh, which is a little bit unusual, but um, so we have some questions. Then we'll just talk a little bit about captains and we'll we'll wrap things up. Okay, so um, Narwhal wrote in, how will having teams lock 90 minutes before the deadline affect your pre-game week routine? It's a good question. I mean, you know, this year they've changed the rules. Instead of 60 minutes, it's 90 minutes. Um, you know, most matches kind of release team sheets 60 minutes ahead of time. And so, you know, obviously getting those those sheets a, a few minutes before that and you get the reveals online and we, we quick scramble. I think it's going to be really hard to do that. Every once in a while, managers uh, share their team, team selections the night before and someone gets their hands on that. So maybe then, but I don't know that I'll be, I mean, maybe like this Saturday, maybe tomorrow, um, but I don't know that I'll be waking up early will you i won't i think this is a huge benefit for me because there's a lot of days where i can't do this and 
always makes me mad because I feel like the whole point of it is to not be able to change your team before knowing that information. And I'm glad they put this into effect. Yeah, it's I think I think, though, one thing I will argue is like I've been able to get by these last couple seasons on like shoestring budget midfield or uh, bench options because of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so, so mm-hmm. I would say probably this last year, there were five or six game weeks where I made changes based off of team news, early team news, um, that saved me points, right? Like, um, saved me missing out on a player playing. So I, I, I would say that it's going to change maybe the way I look at the game a little bit. I'm going to try to have for sure like three playing players on my bench. Um, just in case. So I guess that will change my routine, but I definitely, I don't think I'll be getting up as early. Yeah. All right. Two point sex sounds writes in is Werner a trap high ownership. A majority of which may move to Martial in game week two. If he blanks, how long do you hold before you start to panic? That's an interesting question. It's a trap. What do you think, Jake? Uh, I have a feeling that he's going to bang at least a goal the first game. I, I just don't see how he doesn't. And so I don't think he will drop in price. Um, I also just don't think he's a trap long term, but even if he does drop in price, I'm still going to hold him. I know the second fixture's tough, but like, did you, have you looked at like the Chelsea Liverpool score? I mean, last, last year they had that like 5-3 game, didn't they? Yes. Right? Like the second, yeah. So I'm just not that, I'm not even that worried about them playing Liverpool. I'm just not, I'm not concerned. Yeah. I don't think it's a trap. That's, that's all I have to say. FPL Virgin writes in, is it worth setting up with TAA and two lots of 4.5 defenders with a 16-game week rotation in order to push funds into attack and tap into the wealth of heavy-hitting options? Um, Thomas Bracken wrote a short article for us that's on our website. I just posted the uh, posted on Twitter as well. Um, you can go to divefpl.com to check it out. Um, he talked a little bit about like if you had TAA, and then I think he, he talked about like the different teams that you could pick 4.5 defenders from to put together to make sure that you don't play top six squads. Uh, and there's like a way to play like a three back system essentially. And like almost never play, almost never play for like the first 15 or 18 game weeks or something. Um, those mm-hmm. squads. Um, what are your thoughts on going that route or, and we had talked about on last pod as well. Like the other way of do, looking at it is, I'm going to have two good defenders or maybe even three good defenders. And I'm only going to, I'm never going to spend a transfer on the defenders, right? I'm essentially going to just let those players play every single yeah. week. Do you have a thought on that? I, th- that's my plan is to do two. Um, I think three is fair. I think if you just go with TAA, that's too risky. And the reason being is there's a lot of 4.5s that might not be playing for you know, more than like three weeks, right? Like we talked about Vinagre, um, you know, Justin on Lester's on my team, um, but he might not be there the whole time. Have they brought anyone in yet? They, well, they brought Castagne in um, who plays as a right back. And so Justin may get moved to the left. I, I don't know. I'm a little bit concerned about having him on my team, but that's where I'm like, wh- how many? I mean, I guess you could have Kyle Walker Peters, who's probably pretty nailed at four and a half, and like maybe Taylor from um, Burnley. Mm-hmm. 
But I guess it's just like, that's too much. And I just feel like, yeah, you can kind of make guesses as to who's going to get clean sheets in that. But I feel like you're going to leave a lot of points lost because sometimes, you know, Burnley will clean a better team. And if you have them on your bench, I I just think it's better to rotate between three or two, not four. Four is just a little bit too much for my taste, but it's a strat. It's definitely a strategy. Yeah. Um. Going love Marvin writes in just on that note, like going double Liverpool defense is Robbo a better option than VVD. I mean, I think for sure if you can afford it, right? Yeah, and so there's there's some thoughts on that. I think that's a good question. Do you go with VVD because he scored three less points? So based on price points, he makes more sense and he plays every game. But if you do have a strong defensive bench, you know when Robbo doesn't start and play you can actually get like six points from another defender that you get a clean from so all in all Robbo actually get garnishes you more points throughout the season way more points than Van Dyke because you know Van Dyke will have a lot of just like two point games where you know he's playing but he doesn't get a goal and Robbo provides so much more goal threat going forward so to me if you can spend the extra 0.5 I think it's worth it but Again, I have to do a little bit of work, and if I need to cut 0.5, Bravo's going to be the first person I probably cut just back to Van Dyke. Yeah, I um, so actually, like post restart, Van Dyke had a higher expected goals than uh, mm-hmm. than Robo did. They both had one goal, um, but obviously Robo. Well, actually, their expected goal involvement was pretty close. Like Robo, one point five. Virgil 1.4 post restart. The difference is just like, I guess the potential there. I know like the expected, you're like, oh, that's kind of potential. But like in general, Robo plays just far, far, far further up the pitch. And also post restart, he did start taking some corners too, some free kick stuff, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if that was just like experimental because they had wrapped the league up or what the deal is. But um, yeah, he's he's an interesting, interesting asset. Well, Van Dyke is just... It's all based on corners right. and set pieces. So, I mean, like, if they have more in a, like, a few game week period, yeah, his XG is going to be higher than Robbo or his goal involvement is going to be similar. But Robbo provides so much more assist potential that I, I would prefer Robbo. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, so here's this great question from Wilson. Love in the time of COVID. Will we see Greenwood and Foden be reprimanded by their managers? Uh, we saw Bilva's minutes drastically reduced after his racist remarks. Might Pep react similarly with Foden? Uh, Roy writes in thoughts on Greenwood and Foden banging a couple Icelandic girls in Southgate's suite. My thoughts. Oh, man. My thoughts. I'm not sure where to start. Grown-up me is like, boys, very disappointing. Uh, let me tell you, I'm I'm not super happy with what you guys did there. That's kind of my Obama. When I get why you yeah, yeah why you become when I get Obama? serious, I become Obama. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, like when I ask my wife to me, uh, I'm gonna I'm very interested in spending the rest of my life with you. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, so that's grown up me. Um, but the the normal me is just like, well, well done, boys, well done. You know, 
so stupid. I don't I don't know that they'll be reprimanded by their managers. I don't necessarily. Do you think? No, I mean, I don't think so. I also think it's hilarious because they played Iceland and beat them. And then, you know, what were you going to say? Bang. <laughs> couple icelandic girls like good for them like that's what they should do like every time they play ah we pillaged your lands and your women (laughs) yeah that's so bad jake that's that's something that's so bad oh yeah we we beat you in football now we get to bang your women (laughs) why why are you saying that that's okay that's so terrible it's 2020 man it's 2020 no but i'm assuming that no i just think it's funny because like if the girls obviously consented, so I think that's <laughs> obviously, funny. Like they just, they... <laughs> obviously, it was okay. They signed paperwork. So, I'm just surprised they didn't say they did that with some Danish girls after after that mm. as well. But maybe that's why they didn't win yeah, that game. True. I don't know. That's my they, thought. Uh, there was like, did you see the video? Like these, these apparently there's a video floating, I think it's real, of the, the women that they spent some time with, uh, like mm. talking to them on the phone. You know, like... You know, how are you going to get us in to the hotel? Because it's COVID, you know, and the, you know, and Greenwood's like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Get in here. Yeah, get in, get in, you know, because that's just what English people yell constantly. Um, yeah. Good. Good good on them, as they say. Good on you. Okay. Well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Native American Drake. Um, another another Liverpool question, but we kind of hit it already. Uh, Liverpool defense with Trent and Robbo makes sense considering fixtures. I mean, I, I was looking at that. Are you concerned about the fixtures at all for Liverpool double defense? I mean, you know, Leeds at I don't yeah love Leeds it, at home, Chelsea yeah. away, Arsenal home, Villa away, uh, Everton away. I, I mean, the first like five. I, don't get me wrong. I mean, they could definitely keep easily. They could keep th- three cleans, right? They're, I think they're the best defensive team yeah. in the league, um, but. They also could keep one, right? Yeah. They just provide so much attacking potential that I I could see, you know, we talked about how many defenders you're going to have to have that are more top notch. Like I could see you making the case for like just one and then maybe going with what we thought would be Doherty, but because Aurier is still there, I don't love Mm -hmm. that. And so now I'm just going to go with both of them. It just seems to make more sense. I don't love Dinge, even though their fixtures are better. One, because I don't think they're going to keep it clean in their first game. Um, And two, he just always is a trap. He does have like a great run of fixtures. And so you could, you could go with him um, and save that extra one mil, I think. And I would just have Trent and Dinge then. But I don't know. I just, like you said, they're probably going to keep three. And then you're going to be like, why didn't I do this? Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, DLC writes in solid of Bruno in game week two, even though he's going to Hattie against Leeds. So the solid thing we haven't actually really got, got into that much. I mean, we're both leaning mm-hmm. away from Sala. Man, like, is that stupid? 233 points. Well, it's either going to be Salah for me or or Abba game week one, but I'm not keeping him longer. Like, there's no... I don't know. I just don't think he returns to his, like, crazy, ridiculous 300-point season. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, so he had 303 in 17, 18, 259 in 18, 19, 233 in 19, 20. Um, I mean, I think he's probably good. He's going to be good for 20 goals, though, again, right? Yeah. But does the price justify it? I don't. I don't think so. 
Is it not though? Like, so the one thing is just like it's the captaincy, right? That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like De Bruyne's a I... half a half mil less. Now I know he had his his best season by far at two fifty one. But you have to think that he's probably going to have another pretty solid year, right? And Sterling as well had, you know, two hundred four this year, but he had two thirty four and two twenty nine the two previous years. the The tricky thing is, it's harder to pick which games like KDB and Sterling are going to perform in. So that does right. make me a little bit worried. Where like Salah just beats up on crappy teams. He, he can't score against yeah. good teams, so you know when not to captain him, yeah. which makes life easier as a manager um that kind of gets back to that thing i was saying i mean sala i think was somewhere around like 0.27.3 for goals goal and assists expected per 90 against the good teams like you don't want to be captaining him against those teams but yeah leads maybe um so but i just think with like all the other players that are available i can move my armband around enough and like justify and i kind of like that i kind of like having that differential because if Salah doesn't do well if a lot of managers own him you know that's where you can move up if you're a little bit more coy with your captain armband jake you're a coy guy yeah i do like coy yeah i'm thinking about getting a koi pond koi pond yeah different koi than what i was going for but um Captain shouts, Marvin asks, let's talk captain captains who are the best option. Should City assets be targeted more in game week two than United since they will score the most goals again this season? Um, let's just talk like game week one, game week two, because that's kind of like the what you have to have in mind, right? Mm-hmm. So game week one, I mean, if I have Salah in my team, I'm going to probably captain Salah. If I don't have Salah, then I probably have Obama Yang away from home at, at Fulham. I'm probably going to Aubameyang. The issue is Aubameyang is not great away from home. He's like Salah. Both of them are are not great away from home. Um, Aubameyang also is definitely the game week two, I think, best pick against West Ham. Well, and that's why I'm leaning toward Abba right there. Two game weeks, you know, instead of just one. um, Captain band two weeks in a row. I mean, the other thing that I'm considering is throwing the captain band on Werner game week one and then switching it to Abba game week two. I kind of like that. Like Brighton just aren't. No, no, it's an interesting, it's kind of like an interesting little punt too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm. All right. Is there anybody else that you really like? I mean, to me, it's just those players. That's it. I I agree with the Werner thing. I think it's, I think that's a good. Well, you could do Mane. If you want to, like, if you if you're trying to go with a differential mm-hmm. for game week one, you could try Mane. I mean, I I you you I won't say you're a Leeds expert, but you know more about Leeds, and I guess like I could see Mane being the only one that scores like maybe two goals and Salah gets like an assist, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't I don't Salah tends to beat crappier teams because I think they have slower defenders and aren't as patience not the right word but like disciplined mm-hmm. you know where but when he plays disciplined defensive teams which i think Leeds yeah. is like that that you know like did did salaf do really well against sheffield last year i'd have to look you know that's what i'm a little bit more concerned on is that if you go with salah he you know he blanks his first two games yeah Leeds is interesting they um they actually have like they have, they have the best championship defensive record in like the last maybe 10 or 15 years uh, and they were better mm-hmm. than Sheffield, right? And then Sheffield translated that quite well 
into the Premier League when they came up. Sorry, we're not supposed to say Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. isn't there well, Sheffield okay, Wednesday? Sheffield, there's yeah. a couple Sheffield. Yeah, but there's no Sheffield in the Premier League. Whatever. Fine. Everyone gets that's upset fine. about that, man. Okay. All right. I, that's I fair. prefer to just... <clears throat> let's just keep using Sheffield. Well, I'm just like, what, I get it. There's two teams, but like, we don't just say West because there's West Ham and West Brom. <laughs> you know, I don't say Man... I, I try not to say Manchester because there's Manchester United and Manchester City, but there's only one Sheffield team in the Premier League. So why would we be talking about the just Sheffield Wednesday or whatever the fuck their yeah. name is? Fuck everybody that's mad about it, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. It'd be like, it'd be like, oh yeah, we're talking, if we did an MLS pod, we're talking about LA Galaxy, not the number two team, LA Galaxy one team. Yeah. I guess that's every, every I guess, yeah. I guess that's a thing. I mean, I know they're, I know they're, yeah, whatever. Whatever. we're going to get a ton of, I'm going to get a ton of shit. Deserved. That, but whatever. Um, that's all we got. Jake. Is there anything else you want to cover today? Uh, quick, quick shout. Do you think, uh, do you think steer is actually the prioritized goalkeeper? I did switch to steer. Um, I think he's going to be the starter for Villa. So I want a plain 4.0 keeper. Is that what you're doing or are you just covering whatever? Uh, that's who, that's who I have. I have, I have steering, yeah. but, but I don't, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. Like, is he going to play? I, I think he is. I think he's the nailed player, um, compared to Nyland. And I just was, let me check because originally Nyland was a lot higher owned than him. And I was like a little bit like, oh, did I mess this up? Yeah, not not just just for our listeners. Nyland's owned by eighteen percent, and Steer is only owned by four and a half. I think Steer's the starter there. Yeah, no. I... So be a little bit careful if you want to start. Wait, keepers. is he the starter? You don't now? want Nyland. I think he is. Did I mean? Did it come out in pressers yet? Have we figured that no. out? Because they're both four, so I mean, we should probably try to get the one that actually starts in case we want to oh, like isn't use there somebody them once in, in a front while. of them, Jake. Well, he- Heaton's injured. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. So one of the four is starting. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Heaton's not expected back until mid October, and you never know. He he seems to get injured yeah. a lot. Okay, then steer. I think go with steer. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I just a little little those little things can make yeah, a difference. A tidbit for y'all. All right, all right. I guess that's it. Um, Follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, The Art of the Dive. Uh, Support the Patreon, please. Um, Online, DiveFPL.com. You can download our podcast anywhere our podcasts are found. Jake, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.